Hey, good afternoon. Welcome back. You just joined us. What happened? Live at 12.05. You can remember that right here on KNSS. Don't forget, uh, in your car, 1330 or 98.7 or anytime. And then streaming afterwards, anytime, anywhere with your uh, enabled device. We're talking about food photography. And uh, you could say the book is food photography, and it absolutely is. But everything that's in there will relate to just high-quality photography. Yes, it is centered on food, and rightly so. But if you have a decent-quality camera, it's ma- Lauren, it's making me want to get out and use my big, clunky, you know, SLR digital camera. That It's great. It's a beautiful camera. And I was looking through some of the things in the book, and I found one of your students saying, finally, I'm out of using the automatic mode you know, because I learned so much. What, when, when people go to the website, again, it's foodphotographyacademy.co, what are the options? Uh, can people sign up for your blog still? Can we, obviously you've got a, a, a separate char- character of free resources, including library, recommended tools, and software. Uh, you can order a book there. But the most important thing is, if you want to get further involved and make your photo- food photography better, no matter what camera you use, uh, the Food Photography Academy is the place to go. What, real basically, we don't need to go into great detail, but what are the categories and costs uh, if somebody wants to do that? And how does someone here in the colonies do something with you in Switzerland? Uh-oh. Don't tell me. Oh, she's gone. Well, all right. I still got other things to say. You get her back on the phone. If you use your phone, and they're so amazing, what the pictures you can take, if you just go to her free information and read about uh, basic camera skills, composition, editing, uh, the equipment for lighting and, and, and control, food styling, uh you know, it, it's just phenomenal the amount of information just on our website. But if you order the book, it has not only all that information, huge, but it has got exercises and, and workbook style things that, that you can see. And towards the back, the uh, behind-the-scenes look at how she sets up uh, a, a, an action shot. She's got a picture of someone making bread dough and they've clapped their hands together that were covered in flour, and it is like the quintessential bread-baking action shot. It's just so cool. And uh, while there's not really full recipes here, there is um, some great techniques. There's one section that has um, pie, and it shows you how to make crimp the crust on a top, a pie with an open top or how to do lattice work and make a beautiful uh, crust to the top of your pie. Uh, And as you can guess, the photography in this book, uh, obviously taken by Lauren, is just tremendous. Lauren, are you back? I am. Sorry, I'm not sure what happened there. (laughs) It doesn't matter, but you're back now. Um, uh, We're going to focus just a little bit on the, the phone camera in our pocket. Because that's sure. but 95% of Americans use to take pictures. What mm-hmm. are some of the basic things that you would tell somebody using their 
their camera in a restaurant or in, at home in any setting, uh, just kind of an overview of comp- composition and, and lighting and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, probably one of the most important things, it's it's not even necessarily the phone itself. I think you hit the nail on the, set, on the head. It really is the lighting. Um, the lighting really makes a photo whatever you're shooting with, and especially with a phone. The more light you have available, the better the quality of the, the image is going to be. As good as smartphones are, they still don't quite have the same capability as a, a digital camera to handle low light so much. So it can be tricky in restaurants sometimes. But I think if you're at home or you're you know in a restaurant right by the window or something, just making sure that you're using as much of that natural light as possible is going to really, really help. And that's going to be the biggest thing that you'll notice a difference in the quality. Um, In terms of composition, probably a quick little thing that I'm not sure if people know. You can, at least on an iPhone, and probably I imagine you can on Android phones as well, but I'm not sure. You can turn on and off the composition grid, which is like a rule of thirds grid, which will just give you a little overlay of four white lines on the screen, which divides it into nine different squares. And if you focus on putting the main things on the crosses where the lines overlap, that can really help space out the items in your photo. So putting something right in the center doesn't always work the best. It can do for more sort of menu product shots. But if you're wanting to take something a bit more casual or a little bit more editorial, you know, maybe social media, having it slightly off center and framed by a couple of other things can really help. So those are probably just two little simple tips that might help if you're looking to kind of take that phone photography to the next level a little bit. Yeah. You know, I I have used my phone flash in a dark environment to take Mm -hmm. food pictures and it's, it's not great. Yeah, it's kind of, when I'm using artificial light, any light, we call it like front-facing light, is not ideal. So like that on-camera flash, because when it's pointing directly at the subject in the same direction as the lens, it can give this really sort of flat look, which isn't amazing. Um, So you're better off, if, if it's possible, being near a window or something where the light is coming in from one angle and you're able to position the camera at a different angle, it's just going to help make the lighting look a bit better and not give you that flat look. You know, I, I, I think I have had the best luck with, with not dark pictures, but with that natural lighting. And even I have a couple pictures I've been going through and deleting because my memory's getting, getting pretty full. <laughs> And I saw some restaurant pictures where there was bright candlelight behind the food. Mm -hmm. And it kind of worked good. You know, the shadows uh, made it look kind of interesting, I I thought. And I am. Yeah, definitely. And that sort of candlelight has a much more warm tone than, say, like daylight from outside a window. So it definitely just gives a different vibe to the overall image. And particularly in a restaurant, that can be quite nice. Yeah. if we take a bunch of pictures and they're on your phone and you want to do some work, yeah, the phone's got some mm-hmm. basic editing things, uh, you know, you yep. can crop and, and, and enhance the lighting and things, but really 
having some software and moving the photos from your phone to your desktop or laptop, uh, what, what simple or not overly complicated applications would you recommend to the iPhone food photographer? Yeah, so I think I, I wouldn't actually even say that it's necessary to move them over to the laptop. The Lightroom mobile app, so Adobe Lightroom, they have sort of some of their editing features available for free users. So if you don't use Adobe products and you don't have a subscription through other things, they do have a certain amount of the basic editing stuff available, which is already a big step up from what is just available within the photo app. So I would definitely recommend trying that. Um, I think you get some light adjustments and color adjustments, maybe a bit of sharpening as well. And that also allows you to edit on a high quality file in the phone. So that can be quite good as well. Um, other than that, um, Instagram itself, if you're uploading to that, also has a set of editing features. So not the filters, although of course you can apply filter, but it's not generally what I recommend there is another option to go in and actually edit things like the exposure and the contrast and the saturation. And that can be useful as well for just being a bit more specific with the adjustments. Yeah. Well, I, I, I've used the basic stuff on the phone, but I just never mm -hmm. even thought about downloading an app on the phone and, and using that to improve my uh, food photography. Yeah. Um, there's quite a lot of good ones now. Yeah. Well, if, Okay, I imagine you don't use your phone to take pictures that often other than now maybe the baby and your husband. <laughs> I certainly have a lot of baby photos on my <laughs> phone now. I want to see one. Send me one. Um, <laughs> I will. What, is there a current camera function on a specific phone that you would recommend if somebody's uh, about ready to uh, trade in their crack screen for a new phone that would improve <laughs> Uh, their their technique because the camera's that much better? Well, it it's hard to say because I'm actually still on my iPhone. I think it's an 11. It's not new. Um, and it's not one of the ones that has like the, the multi-camera lenses. Yeah. But I think some of the newer phones, um, you don't even necessarily need like the Pro version because I know with the iPhone 13, et cetera, they have the iPhone 13 Pro. I think even on the regular one, they have the option to have the wide angle lens and maybe also the more macro lens. And those are probably a much higher quality than the ones where you artificially can zoom because that's, it maybe sounds a little technical. It's the difference between an optical zoom and a digital zoom. So an optical zoom is actually when the lens itself is a higher focal length. So it's actually capturing all of the, the detail. Whereas a digital zoom, it's just the phone using its internal co computer to zoom in on what it sees. So you're kind of losing quality as that happens. So, yeah, but I think, honestly, probably any of the iPhones now have got pretty good cameras on them. Okay. If you're looking at 12 upwards, you certainly don't need to get the newest, newest to have a great smartphone camera. Yeah. What do you think about some of these aftermarket attachments to the lens of your phone camera uh, that it give you optical zoom capability that's really pretty phenomenal in such a small space. I know. 
Yeah, it's crazy. I definitely think, particularly the macro ones, I think can be a bit useful for food photography. Um, but generally, I haven't found them super useful for food. I think they're they're more designed maybe for people doing landscape things or architectural stuff where the really wide angle is a bit more useful. In food, I find I don't use that as much. Um, but they can certainly be fun to work with, particularly if they're, if they're not too expensive and it's, you know, something you want to try out. It could be fun, but yeah. I haven't found it something that I reach for a lot. Yeah, I, I love the the before the Zoom and the after Zoom pictures where somebody yeah. goes, you know, a mile across a bay and films people mm-hmm. on a boat with those lenses. But yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, I, I, there's one other thing I want to touch on. Uh, mm-hmm. you have a section on cocktail photography. Yeah. And I thought, well, how much different can it be? But the more I read, it really is kind of different on how the light reflects off of a glass or ice and what the yeah. beverage looks like. That's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I think that would be something that a lot of, I take pictures of wine glasses all the time. Yeah, definitely. Light becomes much trickier with drinks, any kind of glassware, really. Um, But yeah, definitely. You get people who are, I mean, food photography sort of as a principle would include drinks, but you do get people who specialize even in drinks and cocktails, and particularly with food styling as well, which is a whole other job once you get onto bigger sets as well. Um, Just little details like how to make sure the ice is you know nice and clear and not cloudy and how to keep a garnish looking fresh and how to balance it correctly on the glass and using the right kind of glass for that shoot um but yeah no i included um a shoot in the video demos which is it's sort of the second half of the book um and i thought it was important to include a drink separately because the techniques are a bit different and there are different styling things and things to consider particularly with lighting and what kind of lighting setup will work for a drink and and all that kind of thing so yeah it's it's really fun i i love shooting drinks i just you get a little bit more time sometimes than than with food depending on if it's a really cold drink with ice or if it's if it isn't then it's almost nice to be able to take a little bit of time and explore it fully well i'm looking at some of the action shots and uh, I mentioned while we lost you and before you, I, we got you back, uh, the action shot section. I, can you do action shots adequately with your phone camera? You you can do it to an extent, but the way that I've shot the action shots in the book is with, uh, with flash, so with off-camera artificial light. Um, and it's, it's just a different technical way of using it where you use the flash to create a really, really fast exposure, which allows you to really capture that splash in a really crisp, sharp, almost like frozen in motion way. So you need that really fast um, flash of light to do that. If you have continuous light, which is what you use when you're shooting with a phone, you're going to get a lot more motion blur. So it's, it's difficult to capture that really crisp, fast, fast movement. It's probably one of the things that is a bit more difficult on a phone. Yep. Uh, but it's, the book is so cool. You did such a great job. And the little Thank you. boxes of challenge in the back where you're explaining a technique and, and, and offering tips and instruction and then 
now it's your turn to do it. And, and that's, uh, like I said, it's a college-level food photography book, and it really is. Thank the, you. The complete guide, yeah. I, I, quick question. Normally, I give yeah. away a book. I don't want to bother you with that, but do you think the publisher <laughs> still here in the U.S. or the PR firm still has books? I don't want to give mine yeah. away. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. Um, definitely. And I, I also do have a stash here, so that is definitely possible. Good. Well, that's great. Well, I wish you uh, great success with the book. I think it's a given. You don't have to worry about that. Uh, love Thank to you see. very much. I think you should get a James Beard Award. Usually it's for preparing food, but if you can take pictures like this and some of the food you prepared, uh, you, you need a James Beard Award and come to the States and uh, <laughs> do that. Uh, best of luck with book sales. Congratulations on the baby. Uh, regards to the husband and uh, keep up the good work. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Take care. Have a great weekend. You too. Bye. Okay, kids. So now you want a copy of this book, whether you're using a, a digital SLR or your, your, your iPhone 7. Um, the tips are amazing. The photography in the book is amazing. Imagine that. And now you can have a copy of the book for free. 316-869-1330. Max is standing by with bated breath and ready to take down your info. Call now, 316-869-1330. We'll give you a copy of the Complete Guide to Food Photography. Uh, and don't forget, go to foodphotographyacademy.co. Uh, you can look at her blog posts from years back. You can see all manner of technique. If you did that alone and didn't even get a copy of the book, you'd learn a, 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 an amazing amount of info. Quick break, and we'll be back. I've got a great one of the week, but... Jeremy Johnson's up next to talk about Iron Chili Head. All locations, both locations of Johnson's are roasting green chili as we speak. I can almost smell it. Don't go away. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 